Alright, so basically it starts out where Victor is going to school and he wants to start learning about the natural world. And then he starts uh, getting interested in anatomy and he takes all these dead body parts and like puts them together and then electrifies it to make a monster that comes to life and terrorizes him pretty much, but it's not actually bad. And then the monster kills this one kid and they all think it's, they all think the murder is someone else. And then the suspect is killed. So then the monster has pretty much killed two people and Victor's the only one who knows that. And he goes up in the mountains to deal with his grief. And then he encounters the monster again and they talk it out in a house. science and chemistry and stuff and he like wants to make uh something come back to life so he electrifies it but like he's horrified with his creation so he runs away to his friend's house and then like when he goes back to the apartment um the monster is gone so then he hears that uh he goes his brother died uh in geneva so then he he like thinks it's the monster but then they think it's someone else so then like and then that other suspect gets killed but then victor meets the monster and the monster says he was guilty but then like he kind of pleads with him trying to forgive him but then 
Because he wants, like, a, a spouse or whatever. Something like that. Like, so he's not lonely. Unless he feels the monster feels really lonely. But, I think that's it. really confident in his work but when he becomes really obsessed with creating the creature and bring it, it back to life he becomes self-destructive like he get, he doesn't focus on his own health or anything and so then when he um, brings the monster back to life he suddenly realizes that um, the mon creating the monster was a bad idea and then he is like, almost like he has PTSD from it. He's, like, not able to look at anything science-related or talk about it because he is, like, afraid of it again. Yeah, and his personality, he's pretty self-absorbed in his work. As you said before, like, he doesn't focus on self-care or anything. He's just... He's motivated, and he'll stop at nothing until he achieves his goal, and doesn't think about the consequences that it will bring. I agree. He only thinks about himself, and he doesn't think about anyone else, not even his family. And really determined, like, he has pretty much tunnel vision about the end product or goal. And then when he gets to the end goal, like, that's when he starts realizing the consequences of what he's done and trying to, like, settle and cope with those consequences. But, like, it doesn't really work because by then it's too late. Yeah, he doesn't take any responsibility for his creation. And even when he thinks that the monster might have done something really bad, he doesn't take responsibility for it. And just ignores it. And so he's not really responsible because of it. Like, he just thinks, oh, I know how to bring something back to life. Let's do that. And then when he doesn't like it, he doesn't think that the monster can do anything bad. He just is afraid and runs away. Uh, yeah, he doesn't take responsibility, but I think he feels a lot of guilt towards what he did because when uh the monster killed uh i think it was his brother or something like that um but they blamed it on the other girl like he felt really guilty about that so then he went and was like trying to track down the monster because of that so i guess you could argue that that's a form of responsibility but really not really it is guilty about it he also doesn't say uh who actually killed it because he is he doesn't want to look insane so he's he's not he's being he's being he's feeling guilty but he's not really being responsible because he's also being selfish yeah and he does talk to the monster to try to see what is happening to get a sense of what's happening and to um, maybe take responsibility in the future. Yeah, but I feel like it all kind of ties into his selfish behavior because, as you guys were talking about, um, he makes this monster and then he gets scared of it and just completely abandons it. And when it ends up wreaking havoc, 
on the people he loves. He 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 knows that it's his fault. It's he's completely in the wrong, but it doesn't matter in the end because it's too late and he lets the monster get away with it and he lets Justina take the fall for his actions. Yeah, that's a really good analogy to kind of describe his personality type, fight or flight. He is more submissive and he kind of just goes along with what's happening. He doesn't really, um, what's the word? He doesn't really take initiative to, uh, take responsibility for his actions or try to fix anything he's done. He just runs. Alright, so we're probably at our time to stop for prompt one, so let's move on to prompt two.
Yeah, and I feel like similar similarly to the poem in Frankenstein, the characters usually uh turn to nature to reflect on themselves and kind of learn more about themselves. Like when Victor Frankenstein uh is really feels really depressed and guilty for what he's done, he turns to nature to trying to make himself feel better and I feel like he learns more about himself on his excursion by himself to the woods. Yeah, I think that nature taught um, the monster more than Frankenstein would have taught the monster. Yeah, and I feel like contrasting to the book, the poem focuses only on the negative effects of science, but the book does too, in that it shows what bad things can happen when you pursue science, but it also shows like human achievement and like what we can do if we pursue science, and not all of it is going to be bad. Some accomplishments can be good, like he could have, you know, taught the monster to... Uh, Maybe plant food or something to have food for people. I don't know. Like, you could taught the monster to do good things for the for society rather than just run away from it. Yeah, like, I think they portrayed human scientific achievement as a bad thing. But, like, that could also be a good thing, you know? Like, depending on your perspective. Like, you could see that, oh, wow, he brought someone to life. Like, that's a good scientific achievement. It doesn't have to be portrayed negatively like it was in the book. 
so in the poem, it says that murder dissects, and they say that in a negative connotation, but um, nature also kind of dissects because flies, um, they eat off of corpses, and so I think that science and nature kind of go hand in hand. Alright, so we're probably coming up on the finishing point for prompt two, so why don't we move along to prompt three? So I think this is also going back to what we were saying in the first couple prompts where Victor knows he's responsible for his brother's death and Justine's death, but he kind of pushes the blame off of him and onto his creature, which I don't think is... I don't think he's right because he's completely at fault here. It's not the creature's fault. The creature was made that way. And it's his creation that led to the destruction of his family pretty much. Yeah, Victor kind of, while his family members are kind of grieving, his, families are, his family members are sorry that William died, while Victor is more sorry that it's his fault. He doesn't really focus on the fact that his brother's dead. He kind of is like, oh wow, it's my fault. And most of his grief comes from his guilty conscience rather than the fact that one of his family members is dead. Yeah, I think maybe he would have, I don't even think his monster would have been in the question for who who the murderer was if he hadn't seen the shadow in the woods because his monster was in the town that it was created in and he had no idea that it had just somehow moved to his hometown. So I feel like he would have been trying to find a complete other suspect and his monster wouldn't even have been, wouldn't even, it wouldn't even been a question like he would have completely ruled his monster out I bet. He's jumping to conclusions on the monster being the murderer because he, I feel like he feels responsible for his brother's murder and he's just trying to put the blame on himself. 
Yeah, and what from what we've seen so far in the monster's personality, he doesn't seem like such a terrible creature. Um, when he actually starts talking and he seems like more human than he's made out to be. Rather than just some creation that was cooked up in a lab. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't really add up that the monster would have killed William because from what we've seen, he seems like just a normal guy. Like, he doesn't seem like a monster at all. And I feel like it might be one of those scenarios of just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And he's just wandering through the woods and happens to be where William's body is found. Yeah, and the monster could have been trying to help William, but... Uh, Victor just came to the conclusion that he might have killed him. Alright, that's the end of our time for prompt three, so let's go to prompt four now. Um, in this part of the text, basically, um, Frankenstein is, Frankenstein's, or the monster's character has developed a ton more in that he seems a lot more human, and as we can see when he's walking, wandering through the woods and he finds a town, his first intentions are, aren't to harm the people that are in the town, he just flees the area and vows to never make contact with any humans again, he... He has feelings himself, which is something that all humans have, and he seems a lot more vulnerable in this passage where the residents of the town have power over him, and he can't really do anything about it, so he just has to run away. I agree, and I think that the, um, what defines being human is your amount of compassion and sympathy, and I think that the monster has more compassion and sympathy than... Um, his creator, uh, Victor, and so I think that the monster is actually more human than Victor.
guilty, so he let her die, whereas um, the monster, when he's, he stops stealing the family's food, when he realizes it hurts them, he helps, he helps him out, like, a, starting in chapter 12 a lot, so that the family doesn't have to work harder. I agree that this section, uh, agreement with Josh, that it makes it a lot more, like, human, you know, like the monster, they portray him as pretty human, and I agree with Tyler, like, you could say that he's more human than Frankenstein himself, and I think that this, these sections, um, suggest that being human is all about your emotions and like what emotions you have because obviously Frankenstein feels emotion which is a very human thing but I was wondering why why is it that Frankenstein is uh, afraid of humans do you guys think it's because of uh, not Frankenstein why do you think the monster is afraid of humans do you think it's because of Frankenstein or do you think it's because of other outside factors I feel like that's like a very human thing that people do like when someone's someone someone looks different or acts different they're the outcast and that's pretty much what we're seeing in this part of the novel like the monster looks a lot different than regular people and obviously has a different build he's a lot bigger and taller and obviously your first uh, impression of him would that he has bad intentions and he would want to cause harm to you but you just got to get to know him before you start making these assumptions about him. Sympathize with the creature because he's a 
Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm.